Hey, thanks for tuning in. You are listening to the Lit Marriage Podcast with Cassidy and Daniela. And today we'll be talking about a very, very interesting topic uh, in the area of marriage. Um, and it has to do with love, keeping no record of wrongs. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, before we go any further, I'll just uh, right off the bat tell you the scripture where this is found. Because everything that we do, we want to make sure that it is scripturally based, it is scripturally sound, right. and that our listeners understand that the the opinions or the uh, perspectives that we sort of draw from, come they come specifically from the Bible. Right. Which is our guide. It's our roadmap. Exactly. And so you're going to get really tired of hearing about the scriptures. And that's okay because it's here to mature us. It's here to give us hope and uh, take us into the place that God wants us to be as married, married couples. Isn't that what that's it is? That's right. It's yeah. really our plumb line and it's what directs our steps. It's what guides us. Absolutely. So. Outside of that, we're nothing. <laughs> and right. so um, we're going to be talking to you from the scripture um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5, the love chapter. And often we hear this chapter read at weddings, but after the wedding day, you never hear yeah. it again. <laughs> and so, yeah, so let's, uh, let's, let's just dive into what the scripture uh, has to say to us today. So 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 5 says, Love is not ill-mannered or selfish or irritable. Love does not keep a record of wrongs. So there are three things that we want want to pull out from today's conversation. Mm -hmm. And number one is hardness of heart. So Mm -hmm. that's a big one. That's one of the results of a heart that keeps record Record of of wrongs. Totally. So let's discuss it. Yeah, I mean... The first thing that happens, I believe, I I think it's obvious, when you hold a record of wrong against your spouse is that you start, your heart really really does get hardened towards them. And there are so many consequences to a hardened heart. Um, Not only do you kind of stop listening to them, to your spouse, but as a result, God actually stops listening to you. Interesting. Right. Wow. And that, that's actually biblically based, and we'll get into that well, further a little bit. Well, the Bible well. tells us that if we if we can't forgive, because that's what hardness of heart does, um, it, it, if we can't forgive the person that we can see, why and why should God, the one we cannot see, right. why should well, he forgive us? Well, it says that right? if we cannot forgive, then how our Heavenly Father can't forgive us. So it's a principle right. that's encrypted in that scripture the the our father prayer for example forgive us exactly as we, we forgive others forgive those right so it actually yeah it's like heaven is shut and that's kind of a scary thing yeah <laughs> and there's so many other consequences like it actually stop a hardened heart stops you from hearing from god wow it's like it deafens your spiritual ears wow. and that's kind of, that's a really scary thing and this happens over time. A hardened heart doesn't just happen. It becomes calloused. Yeah, it doesn't just happen. Time. Yeah, it doesn't just happen. You know, today I my heart is hardened. Um, this is, uh, I would say, almost habitual 
right? Yeah. It becomes easier and easier to keep records over time, I believe. If you can't forgive that one thing, soon that one thing will become two things. It'll just start to snowball right. and your heart will just get harder and harder like until it becomes like stone and we don't want it to get to the point of pharaoh when it gets to that point you can't even hear god anymore it's it's almost irreversible it takes a miracle to get your heart back to the softened state wow so wow and we we we've seen this all too often where we talk to couples and all they want to do is rehash (laughs) the Mm -hmm. things that it's so easy to remember The record of wrongs. It's right. like it's like anything. Um, you typically remember a bad experience a lot easier than remembering a good experience. Right. If you go to a restaurant, you know someone, you know the waiter wasn't very good. The food was okay. It wasn't wasn't the greatest. Right. You know you didn't. You had to wait a long time to get your food. It's very easy for you to go tell people after right. that experience. I uh, don't go there. I hated it. I'm gonna go write a review. The food was just, you know, not the best. But how often do we take the time to write a good review right. when we have an excellent experience? It's not, you know, it's not one of those things you're, you immediately, um, it's not like a knee-jerk reaction. It's usually the negative thing that you want to remember. We're just wired that way right. as fallen human beings. We Absolutely. tend to gravitate towards the negative. Isn't that how think the, about the, mind, the mind actually creates grooves scientifically proven that's right that it creates grooves and we remember especially very traumatic and bad Mm -hmm. experiences that we've had and not to diminish those of you who are out there who've gone through traumatic things in in your marriage um, especially in the area of um of of some kind of abuse or trauma right um but if you are still in your marriage and you desire for god to move in your marriage and to change circumstances, it is a, it's it, it is in your best interest exactly. to not allow your mind to create these grooves, because then, exactly. you know, it, it's it's really um, hampering the progress that God can can and the changes that God wants to bring about in your marriage. So you're really doing yourself a disservice by keeping records of wrong. The same or the opposite of that is true. If you begin to feed your mind with positive things, it begins to create grooves of positivity right. and, and begin to see the, the, the best in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's that's, so much that can be said on this topic. That's really how God works. It's a very counterintuitive approach. He wants us and causes us by his grace to renew our minds. So we actually think the opposite of what the world you know how that world operates so the second point that we want to talk about is how record of wrongs breaks down the communication between you and your spouse absolutely isn't that so true well we see this all the time i mean the silence treatment hello has any other couple experienced that ladies out there <laughs> especially the ladies well, I, I have to say I mean, it, 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 it's both men and women. I mean... Yeah, we've all done it at some point, but I think it becomes, um, it becomes a lifestyle. Right. And we get comfortable in that because it's almost like a, a form of protection right. or security. We, we kind of go to our little, um, our little island right. and 
put up barriers, right? And that's exactly what happens. You put wow. up walls, and those walls break your communication. And marriage is not so much about building walls as it is about building bridges. And these mm-hmm. bridges that you're building are bridges that you can both sort of, uh, not sort of, but absolutely meet each other in the middle. In, in, in the middle. Um, it helps with compromising. It helps with... Um, just about everything. Communication is huge. It, it's huge to God to begin with because God said, and my house shall be house of of, uh, of prayer, which, which is explaining to us that God is huge. He's big on mm-hmm. communication. He wants his house to be a house of communication. So we... Are his house. We are his temple. temple. So right. when you when you see the spiritual alignment of, of this of this this actual breakdown of, of 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 what God is saying about his house being a house of prayer, it it brings a really uh, profound perspective that if he's a communicating being, then so am I because I'm built in his image, and so yes, of course. Uh, communication is actually one of the the, the, the the most common issues in the marriage today. Yeah, and it's that's the first thing I believe that causes it is that record of wrongs. Absolutely. Gets in the way. Absolutely. That Absolutely. thing that you did to me last week or even years ago. I mean, I've spoken to couples where, you know, they remember one thing that happened in the very beginning of their marriage. And wow. it could have been 10, 15, 20 years ago. And they have still not let it go. Wow. And as a result, um, the sad thing is they don't actually address it. They don't wow. even talk about it. Um, or when they do talk about it, that's where the communication shuts down. It's just a point to throw in the, the spouse's face every time, wow. you know, every time you're having an argument, that same thing keeps resurfacing because you're not forgiving it. And wow. that's where everything shuts down. And then you don't move past it. You don't actually heal. You don't get to hear your spouse's heart on the matter. Wow. You don't. And that's important. You know, no um, breakthrough can happen. Because hearing the heart of your spouse is more important than just the words coming out of their mouths. Exactly. And this is actually one way of learning how to master the art mm-hmm. of communication. Totally. There's so many tools and, and, and uh, I guess, approaches that you can take to master the art of communication. But one of those things is actually just listening Listen. to the heart and, 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 and really allow the Holy Spirit to to help you to filter what they are not saying and also put your <laughs> put your guards down right because that's that's what you know that's where the barrier happens you put your guard up you kind of don't want to hear what they have to say you interrupt and then it's it's right. all about your emotions and, right. and why you're angry but just put your guard down and listen to their heart and I hear people say all the time, I'll forgive, but I won't forget. Mm-mm. You haven't truly forgiven that's, if you haven't forgotten. That's right. We're not, not saying, willing we're, to we're not, forget because right. God does that. Right. We're God not saying to. God forgets our sins. Exactly. When, when we confess them, we ask for forgiveness. He doesn't, God doesn't operate that way. He doesn't keep throwing it back in your face. Exactly. Once it's forgiven, it's, it's buried in the sea of forgetfulness. Forgetfulness. Sorry. We're not even saying to, to absolutely forget it we can't forget everything that has happened in our lives but we don't 
replay this thing. We talked about grooves in the beginning That's of the right. session. You, you're making grooves <laughs> in right. your mind. Um, so, yeah, th this is a, a, a rather interesting topic that we're talking about when we were talking about the, uh, keeping records um, of wrongs. The third and final uh, thing that we believe that um, allows uh you know, your marriage to, to be in a place or a state um, of, of record of wrongs. And mm -hmm. so um, this last thing that we want to talk about is, is, is um, blessing blockers. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, what is a blessing blocker to begin with? Um, there are many, but keeping a record of wrong causes you to be in a state constant uh i guess just not knowing where you are and knowing if god is even with you um you, you keep seeing patterns in your life cycles in your life and you're wondering god where are you and and could and it be i think that's a result of the first one that we right. mentioned the hardness of heart that follows right. right causes you to not see or hear god right and he and, doesn't hear you and that's a bad he, state to be in. right the blessing right? is blocked because God mentions that if you are harsh to your spouse right that your that your prayers are hindered your prayers are hindered well that's, that, that's 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 specifically talking heaven is shut right that's specifically talking to husbands mm -hmm. where it says husbands if you're harsh towards your wife which means it's it's this constant repeating uh, behavior towards your wife and you know there are people out there who think I don't need to apologize to my wife because I'm the man of the house that kind mm -hmm. of attitude God's saying drop it drop it drop it men <laughs> um, and yeah being harsh to your wife and thinking that it's okay like God's saying that is not good because your prayers are being hindered uh, and I it's think like this, I forgave you right the so same the same is you for, your, for you follow that principle the same is for you as a exactly. wife as well completely yes it, it's not it's no different oh but the bible addressed men listen even though it is addressing the, the men, men are the leaders and so because they're exactly <laughs> but it, it, it is specifically speaking to to us because that same scripture it's all about marriage so right. so you we can't just say oh because it's addressing the man it's about the man right right so exactly. yeah like who wants their prayer to be hindered I, I sure don't. No, I don't. I don't either. So one thing that we do when we get into arguments is that we've we we have what we call a healthy uh, way of of competing, and so <laughs> there there are lots of ways to compete in your marriage, and we don't recommend don't endorse we don't endorse most of them except but, for but this one in particular we we highly endorse, and that is. To be the first to forgive. Yes, or the first to apologize. Absolutely. The first to break the silence. Oh. That was a real challenge for me. I'll yes. say in the beginning of our marriage. <clears throat> yes. yes. As you probably know, um, a little bit of our history, we both uh, come from a failed marriage the first time around. Right. And in my first marriage, that was something that I practiced a lot. I had a lot of hurt, a lot of resentment going on there so it was it was actually a lifestyle i was cultivating wow. where when you know when we had an argument oh the silent treatment was on and sometimes wow. it lasted 
days and days. Wow. It was horrible. And it all it does is just snowballs. You know, you wow. think it'll just blow over and it's it doesn't. I it mean, never blows it over. always seems there's like this false sense of oh it's over. Right. Let's just move on. But then that thing was never really dealt, dealt with. with. Right. And guess what? It just snowballs. The next argument that comes around, it wow. just resurfaces and it gets even bigger. And it it's, just magnifies. It's everything. harder to communicate because you oh. never truly gotten over the first thing. That's right. And it kind of, you're burying it there. It's like, I've seen the analogy of like having a, a backpack and every single time you keep a record of wrong, it's like you're putting a rock in the backpack. And before you know it, that backpack gets so heavy, that burden is so <laughs> strong. It's so hard to even, to even walk anymore. It's like you're constantly dragging this heavy burden on your shoulders and that's how I felt. So it's it, it was a challenge at first because it was a totally different, um, you know, we, we started from scratch and we have committed to doing marriage God's way this wow. time. Absolutely. And, but it's been so refreshing to to do that. I'm not perfect. And, and especially I've when you, you're not with... always done it like right away quickly. But right. But when you're with someone who both mm -hmm. of you understand the principles of scripture yes. and the consequences mm -hmm. of walking outside of the principles of scripture, um, you know, when you're doing life with someone who, who understands that, that's a totally different dynamic, exactly. you know, and there are people out there who, even though they're Christians, they're still, they still do not have a full grasp on, on what the benefits of actually walking, because they've been doing things the the culture the way right. of the culture for so long you become comfortable in your bad habits right right and you so, start to justify them that's just how i am that's my that's who i am but really right. who are we in christ we're supposed to be a reflection of him absolutely so it's a it, you know that challenges us our christian right. walk challenges to do things differently to do things differently and right. we're constantly being renewed so absolutely. you don't want to be in your old ways every day you should be striving to be better than yesterday oh absolutely and if we're not then we're not renewed we're not um you'll get stuck in a rut to, we haven't gotten to a place of true transformation and that's exactly. where where we, we want to be. be as christians to bring god's kingdom on yes. earth as it is in heaven that's through right. our marriage so you know, this is a very interesting topic. I wish we had so much more time to talk about it and just to dive into some of the things that um, that we we could just dive into today. Well, we just, just so barely scratched barely, the surface. Barely. And I want to say this, um, that hardness of heart, which is the first thing that we talked about today, mm -hmm. is, is it's a ginormously oh, huge deal. Just because on its own. It, exactly. Because all of these could be topics on their own. But hardness of heart causes you know christians everyday christians to fall into a place of divorce and mm. divorce is huge in the church jesus addressed that yes he addressed and so that you know we have to be very very cognizant of what you know can occur as a result of these um wrongs that we're you know, constantly repeating in our minds and in our hearts toward our spouse um, and, and, you know, and really just allow God to, to transform us and not just you, but praying for your spouse as well, that God would, you know, speak to his or her heart, um, about 
what it means and the importance to not keep records. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We could talk about this all day. It's revolutionary. If you grasp it, it could truly, truly transform your marriage. Transform your marriage and bless your marriage and get you on the road to your destiny. Absolutely. Your kingdom destiny together. Well, thank you so much for uh, tuning in today. Again, I'm Cassidy. And I'm Daniela. And we so appreciate you listening to the Lit Marriage Marriage Podcast. Podcast. And until next time. Bye-bye.